We're going to the movies. We're going to the Toronto Film Festival. Jonathan Bailey. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hey, Testing. hey there. Oh, how are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm all right. I understand that you went to school with Brandon, my uh, producer. Yep. So, yeah. No, yeah. Me and Rick were both at uh, Lewis University together. Yeah. Well, he was pretty crazy, right? I understand. Out of control. <laughs> Wasn't that right? He's a wild Wasn't he? He's, He's out of control. Card. I've heard he was totally out of control. <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> at any rate. Uh, he's hooked us up because you and I have uh, something in common, and that is a great love of movies. And mm-hmm. you are a person who uh, would describe themselves as a cinephile, a person who is fond of motion pictures. Absolutely. So, and you went to the Toronto Film Festival on your own mm-hmm. dime. Is this you paid for it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Um, uh, yeah. I haven't. I uh, haven't had a vacation in a while. I was. I always admired the Toronto Film Festival from afar, yeah, and I was always like, yeah. it's kind of fun to just, you know, just go there and just spend all the time seeing these movies that nobody else has seen yet. Yes, I know. It's um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, how many films did you get to see? Uh, Fifteen in about a week. Fifteen in a week? Wow. Mm-hmm. So do you work in in your, when you're not at the Toronto Film Festival, are you a reviewer of films for someone? No, no, I work in customer service, but it's it's not a nice like halftime pot hobby of mine. I'm on a website called Letterbox where cinephiles can also go on and log their movies, and so I always make sure to log it on there and also share my reviews on Facebook with my friends. So it's, okay. a, it's a very extensive hobby of mine. Well, who knows? This could be mm-hmm. an expansion of your hobby. Absolutely. Today, Facebook, tomorrow the world. Who knows? Would you would you want a job as a film critic? I don't know. It's it's yeah. one of those things where like you know I'm watching all yeah. these movies and I'm like writing all this stuff up as I'm trying to explain to people how much I enjoy it and I'm like it's one of those ones where you're like oh man it feels like it would be really time consuming to be like a full time film critic but you know uh, I uh, as a hobby at least it's delightful. I work for as a part time film critic with Bob Stroud over at Channel Eleven for a while. I do it once a week, but I go to all these screenings while I was working on the radio. And I found it to be extremely distracting to try to be watching a movie, and that you just referenced it. You're watching a movie, you want to take the movie in, yet you have to re- you're going to report on it later in some fashion. So you're also attempting to make notes, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, how in the world am I supposed to do both? How am I supposed to watch this and look down and write? And make notes in the dark, mind you, because, you know, it's a movie theater, right? And then come out with some sort of coherent statement. I don't know how, you know, Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel and Dan Geyer over the Daily Herald, friends of mine, I had no idea how they pulled it off. I found that to be extremely distracting. Extremely You know what I mean? Well, of course you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I see that uh, we are about ready to take a break, and I don't... In just about 30 seconds or so, and I don't want to get into the movie list that uh, you've provided us with. Just let me tease it a little bit. I saw the weird, he saw the weird L, he saw, this is like a double statement. He saw mm-hmm. weird, the Al Yankovic story. Yep. It starts. That starts with the word weird. <laughs> the Fablemans, which is uh, from Steven Spielberg, 
and mm-hmm. so, some others that I think are going to be very interesting and some people are going to want to hear about because eventually they'll be showing up somewhere. And we'll get into more of that with Jonathan when we come back on 720 WGN with Jonathan Bailey, a cinephile. That's a person who loves motion pictures and he loves them so much he paid his way to go see, uh, I don't know, 15 movies in a week at the Toronto Film Festival. So let's get to some of these and tell us a bit about them because I personally am very interested in Weird, the Al Yankovic story. I've read some stuff about it and it sounds like it's a total blast. Is it? I loved it. No, that yeah. was actually the very last movie I saw on the festival yesterday morning. What was so good about it? Um, it's just really funny. One of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. Um, it manages to capture the spirit of Weird Al's music by basically riffing on all those music biopics you've yeah. seen, like Walk the Line or Bohemian Rhapsody, where it's, you recognize all the story beats where it's like, oh, he had his troubled childhood. <laughs> parents didn't want him to buy an accordion or make up new words to songs. And then they have this brilliant moment of inspiration where he comes up to the lyrics to Another One Rides the Bus. So it's having a lot of fun with the style of yeah. those movies. I heard it was, yeah. absolutely, it was so untrue. I mean, suppose you know, categorically done this way, none of what you're about to see is true. I mean, making up totally ridiculous, as you would hope, scenarios. And then then at the end, there's some sort of song that tries to convince you that what you saw was true? Is that Yeah. 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 Weird Al sings the end credits song that goes through the entire end credits. Uh, It's (laughs) very funny. Wait a minute. Uh, He sings the end credits? You're talking about Gaffer. Uh, and then somebody's name? Is that what you're talking uh, about? No, no. He's, um, you know how old movies, you know, they usually have end credit songs. He's the one singing the end credit song, and it goes on for like four or five oh. minutes. But uh, Let's get to some other one. Well, that'll be on Roku, I believe. Um, yep. Uh, which I have to figure out and get simply to get the uh, weird Al-, Al Yankovic story. I've heard a lot about this. This is a Steven Spielberg movie who won the Festival Audience Award called mm-hmm. the Fable Moons, and I'm a generally a Steven Spielberg fan. And when Spielberg gets into the area of young kids growing up, mm-hmm. he's at his best. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what happens in a lot of his films, and E.T., for instance. I mean, everybody knows. But this is oh, slight, yeah. there's, there's a slightly different take on this. Is this an autobiographical film of his, of his to a certain extent? It is, yeah. It's very much about that. It's about, you know, this Jewish family growing up in Arizona and California, and it's about, you know, his kid who wants to become a filmmaker and about how difficult that is to become in the 1960s, and also about all the family drama that was occurring around him and how that influenced his past. Well, every Spielberg movie I've ever seen has a certain look to it, regardless of the content. And just a certain feel. Does this, does this fall into the Spielberg way of doing things, so to speak? Yeah, it's very. It has a very nostalgic feel to it. Yeah, he obviously really loves. You know, the looks at very nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, very warmly. Like he doesn't rush over the more thorny parts of it. He talks. He has between some of the bullying he went through, and again, mm-hmm. like the 
family drama that he experienced that becomes really rough. But it's it's just a really warm movie, and I was so loaded out of the theater. Considering about his childhood, are there iconic television references or music references or movie references from that era through as he unfolds yeah. the, the plot? Yeah, the opening of the film, like the first 10, 15 minutes are about the first time that our character, Sammy, who's clearly Steven, the first movie ever went to go see is The Greatest Show on Earth, which was yeah. the Best Picture winner of 1952, and how uh, enamored he becomes with the train crash in the film. Right. It's just all about how that inspires him to become a filmmaker. Uh, well, let's move on before we run out of time. Wendell, mm-hmm. Wendell and Wilde. That's another movie you saw at the the film festival. What is that? It's a film from Henry Selleck. He's the person who directed the Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Even though that's credit to Tim Burton, he just wrote and produced it. He also directed Coraline, which I know a lot of my friends are big fans of. And this one is done in that same stop-motion animation style. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's about this um, girl who gets sent to a Catholic school and ends up running into some demons who need to use her for her bidding. And it's just gorgeously animated and very surprising in a lot of ways that I really enjoyed. Um, I think that one comes to Netflix sometime next month, right before Halloween, which is very fitting because it's a very spooky movie. Which would make sense. Uh, You Mm -hmm. know, the the timing would make sense. Uh, Harry Styles has many different hats that he wears, and there's a movie you saw called My Policeman. What's that about, and how is he? Uh, it's basically about this love triangle between him, his wife, and this um, other man who works in an art uh, institute, um, and the forbidden love that they have. Um, mm. It's okay. It was, I was kind of disappointed, because you can kind of see where it's going after the first 10 to 20 minutes, and it didn't really have a lot of surprises up my up its sleeve, which I thought was a little disappointing. He's Harry Styles is pretty good in it. Um, I don't know if he lives up to some of the bigger dramatic moments of the film, though. Well, there's another one on this list I got to hear about: an unauthorized Batman parody called "The People's <laughs> Joker." What is that? That is a film. I was at the one and only screening of the film. They were supposed to screen <laughs> more times. But Warner Brothers sent the director a very angry letter about the really? film. So, yeah, you know, it was because it's a film that's basically about a character that is like the Joker who yeah. goes to the big city to become a comic, and she runs into issues with um, the structure there. And Batman is portrayed as like this dictator of Gotham City. Uh, it's very silly and over the top, but. Warner Brothers was not happy with it, even though it's clearly a parody. So there might be some issues with that getting out to the public, but hopefully people will go to see because it's a very, very crazy movie. But the, the I pe- saw with the sold out crowd, and it's a blast. It's called The People's Joker. It's not yep. animated, is it? Actually, it's like a little bit of flash animation, you know, those cheap animations you'll see sometimes. It's yeah. some of that, as well as like entirely shot on green screen. It was basically gotcha. shot entirely within like a people's garages. So it's very <laughs> DIY, but yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. funny. Well, I see. Well, we're about out of time here, but I see there's a movie about uh, that football game with the Packers last night called No Bears. I make a joke. What is this movie? Okay. No, What's the movie No Bears? That one was interesting. That one is from Iran. It's from this um, 
director Jafar Panahi. He was recently jailed um, by the Iranian government, unfortunately, but he plays himself in the film or a fictional version of himself. Yeah. And he's trying to make a film on this um, remotely because he can't leave the country. But he's like stuck in this town where he ends up getting caught up in this small town drama. So, um, yes, people are out there who really enjoy, um, you know, foreign cinema. I know that one's playing the Chicago Film Festival next month, and that one's definitely worth checking out. But well, there's a couple other things I wanted to ask you about this when I heard what you yeah, had to say. He is currently in jail himself, or is that just something in the movie, or both? He he himself is in jail. He was now against the Iranian government and is currently in jail. And um, well, how did how did they, how'd they get the movie oh, yeah. out? How did they get the movie out? Do you have any idea? He had made the film just before he was arrested, so they were able to get it out. And the Toronto Film Festival did re- release a statement you know, condemning his arrest. So, but they were luckily able to get it out and definitely worth checking out. And you say that's going to be here or what did you say you can be seeing? Um, the Chicago Film Festival, our own international film festival is occurring next month. And yes, it is. Yeah. Schedule, and it's screening there on October 17th and 19th. All right, cool. Well, I'm, that's good for me. That's good. I'm glad I know what I know now, Jonathan. Thank you. That, uh, <laughs> Jonathan Bailey, uh, a cinephile, just an average person who likes to go to Toronto and watch 15 movies, <laughs> which to me sounds like a great idea, Jonathan. Thank you so much for being with us and all the best to Thank you. you. you Thank bet. you for having me. You betcha.